How many cans of Diet Coke you got? Mm. Two. I didn't realise that um, there was one in here that I left and I opened a fresh can when our lunch arrived. So you're double fisting it? I'm double fisting it. Is that what you call it? One in each hand. Is that what that means? Double fisting? Am I? Or are we talking about something different here? Wow. I feel like... <laughs> I feel like I've heard that before, but maybe, maybe I'm double hander. You mean double double handing? Double That's hander? <laughs> like what the hell? Where did fisting come from? What are you doing? <laughs> wow! Wow! This may be very stupid. Wow, we. I'm just gonna double. Yeah, well, you're, you're don't, googling double don't fisting. Do that. Don't do that. Yeah, and a lot of uh, chicken and corn oh, some we, websites oh, come up in the search. Sorry, right? mums and dads and uncles and aunts that have just. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, double hander, two hander. Is that right? A two hander. <laughs> Maybe we just back away from this conversation right yeah. now. Or? Okay. <laughs> but anything you search for on Google, there's a porn element, don't you reckon? Anything. It is. Yeah. Anything. Oh, I'm going. I'm going to feel like a real. There's a name for that when someone comes to the um, like you're at a sporting event and you walk down with two beers, yeah. but for yourself, yeah. like I'm talking about when people. It's not like I've gone to the bar and bought. A drink for you and drink for me, and I'm coming back to yeah. To, it's double, when you've doubled up, double down. I don't know. Oh man, what's it called? It's not double fisting. I know that much. <laughs> <laughs> I regret. <laughs> I just like it on the record. You've already said it, mate. You've said it. Too I, late. I regret my earlier statement <laughs> and the influence that it may or may you not sound have like had a politician. on other people. Um, <laughs> the unintended consequences of my actions. You know what? The bum, the kids say, "Hey, mommy, what's double fisting mean?" Can we? I mean, I feel like. Wow. Well, tell, ask your dad. Ask your father. No, don't, kids. <laughs> Mum and dad have hit skip already by now. Yeah, you think so? Oh, also, what do you geez. listen to this with your kids for? Yeah. It's more a personal experience, isn't it? I think so. You're, well, I'd love but, to know that. Well, I'd love to know. Yeah. Well, I'd love to I know. So tw- to tweet know. us some information. We should take a poll on where and how you listen yeah. to it. Is this a solo situation? No, that's also going <laughs> there. <laughs> yeah. Solo situation or is it? Is it earphone situation? Like, how do you do? You listen to other podcasts or not? No. You, you don't listen to any Sizzle other podcasts. Town is the only thing, okay, and I don't man, do that regularly. I listen to other like entertainment podcasts yeah, and stuff, yeah. right? But I listen to them either in my car, yep, or when I'm walking or running, whatever, training, whatever. Solo sitch. So it's it's not. I wouldn't put on like if I'm working, sitting at my desk or doing something, I wouldn't just play the podcast in the background. Yep. I'd want to be listening to it. So it's actively listening to it rather gonna, than just having it as a background. I'm going to get us away from most of that uh, conversation that we had <laughs> and just say... Have uh, you found what it means? Yeah. No, 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 I'm not, I've moved on from that. I, I took a screenshot earlier in the week and I don't have it with me, yeah. um, but it's still relevantly there. Yeah. I just want to humble brag. I think it's important that we... Yeah, we're we, in the top 10 again, aren't we? Is that well, what you're saying? Or? No, so in the technology category, we're number 12. Right. But we are, without question... Yeah. Without, I don't care that we're saying humble rate, right? Yeah. We are without question the number one consumer technology podcast in Australia. Yep. Now, I say specifically consumer technology because there are times when Patrick Gray's Risky Business, which is an unbelievably good, yeah, about security and enterprise and, and IT and stuff, podcast is yeah. often maybe at 10 or five and we're, yep. we're, we're one or two behind it. But that's yep. because the podcast ranking on shows yes. um, works also a lot on subscriptions as opposed to on actual you listenership. You mean new subscriptions? Yes, or, people okay. that hit subscribe and people that access the show. Yeah. Whereas, and this is even more compelling for me, yep. whereas the, um, uh, the episode ranking charts yep. are much more about listenership. And right now, for example... Um, uh, We're up there. 
you know, the Tech Guy podcast there? in there, for example. Yeah. Um, two Blokes Private is is up there. Yeah. Uh, two Blokes from last week is still in the top 30. Oh, Tech Guy's number 17, mate. In the and, episodes. And the and that, that private's that, 29. And that's because it, it was released just recently. So, yeah. you know, it's it's 24, 36 hours old, right? Yeah. So that's what matters here in this in this rankings, right? Yeah. But what I implore people to do, just because we want to brag about, it, is look at everything ahead of us. And it's great content, I'm sure. Yeah. But it's all overseas. It's all overseas. True. Everything above yep. Tech Guide in yep. the episode list yep. is overseas. Absolutely. So I and we haven't got any new no new reviews. I just so want to send say us a, if you re, send us a five star review, we'll read it out on the show and say your name. How's that for encouraging people? Big thanks to people because you know it, it means a lot. That's all I'm saying. The support's amazing. I, I, I do love the feedback we had from a couple of listeners on Twitter talking about our private feed and how funny they found it. It was yeah. I think yeah. Uh, a couple of the boys actually uh, <laughs> in come on my moderators mentioned. Yep. That at a greater level this week as well. They were right. just talking about how uh, it was probably one Our of the toilet habits and all that. Eh? Yeah, I um, think to be honest, I think we probably <laughs> um, Glenn uh, Glenn Watts said best private yet. <laughs> and uh, good on you, Glenn. And look, maybe we were more open than we should have ever been. Well, you know, maybe that's exactly what the private is. Well, that's why it's private. So this is your this is your chance to remember that there are. Five shows yep. in this podcast feed. Tech Guide, yep. which is Stevens every Monday. EFTM, which is mine when I feel like it. <laughs> if it comes out. <laughs> sorry, Tech Guide comes out on Tuesday in this yep, feed. Tuesday in the EFTM, feed. when it's available, comes out on a Wednesday. Yep. And so two blokes will come out on Wednesday this week. Okay. And next week I'm, I'm on school holidays. Lovely, lovely. And um, we'll talk about that in the private. Remind me, school holidays and yeah, why, sure, I've, why sure. I've made the decision just to go, I'm not doing anything. Okay. Um, yeah, and yeah, then, and yeah. then um, two blokes will come out on the Thursday normally, the private feed on a Friday, and the best movies you've never seen on Saturday. We're giving you a week worth of Stephen and Trevor. Yeah. Plenty to listen to, uh, both together and on our own. Yeah. And, of course, we also have our respective feeds, like Tech Guide has its own feed. No one cares. The, the best movies you've never seen has its own feed. So if yes. you want to get that a day early. that's And that's the you only want to get that to the day yeah, early. If you get it on the yeah. Friday rather than waiting for Saturday. So that's the and if you want to get Tech Guide on the Monday, you go to my feed. If you want to get EFTM on Tuesday, you go to EFTM's feed. You've really confused everyone. Just yeah. stick with two bucks talking tech. You're yeah. here now. Yeah, that's the thing. The audience we're talking to right now, yeah, is here. Is with two blokes. They're getting, but but what I, what what we know yeah. is, yeah, it's actually a very small percent. But I would say uh, if we do the numbers, probably twenty percent of people skip. Right. They skip Tech Guide, they skip EFTM, they skip... Do they movies. really? I'm ranking, mate. <laughs> I've got the same data you do. EFTM, mate. Um, and uh, we're okay with that. Because well, I've heard a couple of blokes say to me, oh, I'll, I'll listen to you, I heard your thing talking about this thing on your podcast. So which one? He goes, oh, Tech Guide. And they've heard it. I think one bloke heard it on my own feed and the other guy heard it on the two blokes feed. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's getting out there. Yeah, very Getting good. Getting right out there. Anyway, I think I'm glad I got away from I'm that. I'm out there, earlier, Jerry, and I'm loving every minute of it. That earlier conversation I was able to really get away from. <laughs> you segued nicely away from that, didn't you? I attempted to, so let's do more of that. Welcome to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Not a bad price. With Trevor Long from EFTM.com. Really handy device. And Stephen Fennec from techguide.com.au. Episode 592, thanks to the great people at Arlo and Netgear, and we appreciate their support. We'll tell you more about them as we always do Shortly and breaking news, there's been no word from Apple. Oh, no, sorry, word just in. Stephen hasn't emailed them uh, about I will episode be 600. this week, I promise. The very least, yeah. we should record at Apple Park. 
But, yeah. but in reality, 600th episode. In reality, Tim should call in, come in. Yeah. I mean, let's, let's be real. I reckon, yeah. Anyway. Um, you need to, that might be the rule. You've got to have at least 600 shows in the can before he comes on your it show. It should be, yeah. Yeah, so we qualify. Uh, or at least 592. We, we, we qualify. So we'll take it from yeah. any point at this point. Definitely. <laughs> uh, so we've been together for uh, like a couple of hours today. It's already, I'm yep. already, you know, a little bit sick of you. Um, <laughs> because Likewise. Sorry, why did I just get interrupted? Um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, that was, someone said that to you today, not me. <laughs> Just while Trevor's uh, recovering from his fit, fit of laughter, we were at, we attended oh, a Telstra boy. briefing. We're Telstra briefing at the Sydney HQ, which is at four hundred George Street. Yep, in their special um, their little centre, their press center, media centre, and uh, there was. We're going to talk about what was what was mentioned about the rollout of five G and this new technology and satellite and, and Starlink and all these things, and then at the end of that there were some questions and one of uh, one of our fellow tech journalists uh, was asking a rather long winded question and then Trevor about, piped uh, up. Let me clear yeah. about his friends about home something Wi-Fi. that had nothing to do with. What we, we were at an about. event with two <laughs> key executives who run Telstra's networks. Yeah. And they were asking a question about a mate's this. home Wi-Fi, yeah. which is a two two lengths below their pay grade, and yeah. b a different lengths. a different department of Telstra. <laughs> and the question was was quite exhaustive. I interjected to suggest that the friend was actually the journalist. Yeah. And <laughs> without even looking at me, yeah. he literally said, "I was next to him." He literally said, "I don't know why I was just interrupted." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not going to lie. Funny. That's I'm not going to lie. It was a highlight of my. It was great. Of my day. <laughs> it was good, but we did we did have sorry, a, a sorry, good I'm old back. we did have oh, a good boy. chat about well there was some, some talk we had and I, I can't I don't even know the name of the executives but they're in charge of networks and the whole the whole uh, so Nikos and Channa so yeah. uh, Nikos is uh, I met him and Channa at uh, well I didn't met Channa before but both of them were at Mobile World Congress yep. I went to a briefing with Ericsson on the Ericsson stand yep. in the back rooms I was taken in with a just a quiet conversation really about a lot of this stuff and to be honest uh, a lot of what they talked about here was actually there so I'm sitting there thinking I've heard a lot of this but um, there was some updated stats and here's the number one thing which I think was really 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 amazing and Nikos made this point yep 5 years of 5G deployment yeah so so it was 2018 yeah, yeah. So I think it was end end of eighteen. End of eighteen. Yeah, but so for a technology that is still relatively new, that seems a lot. But then okay. later on, we kind of got this sense that actually no, it's not because in a follow up question from someone else, it turns out eighty percent of devices on the Telstra network are five G compatible. That's remarkable figure. <clears throat> that's a big it's, number. It's been five years to get to that point, though. Yeah. So um, if you think about yeah. the 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 two year, three year, four year, and five year refresh cycle for different people. You know, majority would be yep. in two years, a smaller number as it progresses down. It's probably taken them five years to just get 5G device deployment. And, you know, these generations, 5G, next one, 6G, they're yep. normally 10-year technologies, right? So I wonder if we're halfway through 5G or whether I actually think we might be less than halfway through 5G. I think we might be more like 33% through 5G. 5G, because, yeah. Telstra, 2019. It was May 2019 when they started the the testing and the performing the speed test. Remember the Galaxy S10 yeah. 5G was the first yeah, one. Yeah, right. So we're in the fifth year. So it hasn't been five years. Yes, we're in the fifth year. And I think from their perspective, yeah. in 2018, they were, remember they were talking about 5G 
way before yeah. it was real, frankly. Yeah, true. But anyway, still, it's a long time, right? Absolutely. <clears throat> 38, yeah. I think the number was 38 because my notes are not good. Yep. 38% of traffic on the network is 5G. 5G. Yeah, I got now, that as well. what was not quantified or clarified, even though a, a follow-up was asked later on, but I didn't want to interject because I'd already been lambasted for that. Um, <laughs> 38% of traffic on the network is 5G. Now, they talked about how the network is smart enough to push traffic back down onto 3G when 4G is over, a lot of this kind of stuff. But yeah. what I didn't, because when he was asked about why it's only 38% of traffic, he talked about home Wi-Fi and stuff like that. But if yeah. we're talking about a percentage of traffic on the network, I don't fully understand why a, a lot of traffic isn't 5G. If there's 80% of 5G devices. I said 85% of the population is covered by 5G, 95% by 2025. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the 30, I think what he mentioned is that a lot of people are on their home Wi-Fi network. Yeah, but that's not traffic they're on the Telstra work. network. Yeah, that's why it's only 38% because they're not on the network. They're on the Wi-Fi. No, but then it doesn't on, count. Yeah. If they're on the Wi-Fi network, it doesn't count okay. in the 100%. Right. So if you're out and about, yep. not on a Wi-Fi network, what are you doing that's not 5G? Maybe there's areas that they're moving around in. If you, you're, are you, well, obviously in the tech guy you know, oh, headquarters, got, there's no 5G. 5G here. But yeah. that's, that's a yeah. small part of the population. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't think that was clarified very well. But I think, but it is also, he did also mention the actual, um, the land mass covered. Yeah. And that's interesting. 2.71 square kilometres. 2.71 million square yeah. kilometres, yeah. yeah. Which is 35% of the land mass. Now, yeah. that's slightly higher than the number he gave me in Barcelona yeah, right. because I've been using that number ever since. In fact, a major um, technology company used that number um, from my so article with 30, a bit of extra research. Thought, it was 30%. 30% yes. yeah. So here um, they're saying it's 35%. They're, they're now trying to push that yeah. and clarify that it's So 35%. the actual size of Australia, right? if you look at it on a map, only 35% of the size of the country has cellular coverage. Mm. So that's still 65%. Zippo. Which we'll get to in a minute yeah. when we talk about the next generation of, of yes. communication technology. Yep. But again, just on stats. And they were yep. joking uh, really about how much <laughs> they love stats, but I, yep. I appreciate it. Um, that's um, 2.71 million square kilometres. Is a million more than the next best? Yeah. A million square kilometres more than, I'm assuming, Optus. Yes. And yeah. if if Telstra has 99.6% of the population, I'm pretty sure covered. I'm pretty sure Optus has 98 point something. Yeah. That means... One percent of the population is within that million, million square, square kilometers. kilometers. Must be, yeah. Plus, I guess the roadways because they did spruik um, nine thousand eight hundred kilometers of roads that Telstra has covered that others don't. Yep. There's some interesting stuff there, I think. Absolutely, and they're they're <laughs> still continuing their partnership, of course, with Ericsson, who are helping them deploy the network yeah. and five G, and they've been with Ericsson since well before they even rolled out 3G. Yeah. Remember when, They've been there remember all the Remember when they, when we're neck the next G next launch? G, you remember yeah. that? I Is don't because I think it was before my tech time. Yeah, I remember getting an interview with Sol Trujillo because I was the work at the Telegraph at the time. Yeah. I had a one-on-one with him and it was this massive shift in in the the cellular networks yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. how it's more you know, data and video calling and everything. And then there was even, remember, remember three, the network was around then too? Yeah. Three. I remember them. Yeah. And they were, they were all about video calling on your phone. Oh, wow. Let's do make video calls. And it was like a tiny little screen. And was this wild. is way before. It's so funny. Before iPhone came out. Yeah. Um, you know, but it's kind of interesting because there, there was a lot of emphasis on those stats. I think just to restate where they sit as a network provider, also talk about innovation and will first, but yep. 
you know, they did also technology leadership is what they were talking about. They, they talked yeah. about the ACCC decision about regional Australia yeah. with TPG. And, they and, didn't really and, get it. They said they've still got like a hundred page document to read and consider yeah. and sort of work. They out basically the next step. said um, that they were, were looking at, at at alternatives. Yeah, and that their innovate their investment would continue anyway because there are spectrum options coming up, and in collaboration with government black spot programs. Um, we believe they're anyway. Bottom line, they're looking at alternatives, which yeah. said, which I think I said on this show, they're going to find a way. They're going to find yeah. a way to give TPG Spectrum or take TPG Spectrum and make use of it yeah. and give TPG regional coverage. But wasn't it fascinating to hear from the horse's mouth at Telstra executives yeah. talk about how they wanted to bring competition to regional Australia? Yeah, like that's that's Telstra. Why? I'm still angry about it. Like here's yeah. the biggest telco in Australia saying, "Oh yeah, we're happy to create competition." Yeah, and still get they still got and they still got knocked back. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, that's two sides so to every coin, mate. By it. Yeah, it is. And uh, the yeah, you know, I, I I thought they were going to go into a bit more of an explanation about what no. what they're going to do, but they thought, "Oh, we'll keep our powder dry for now." They yeah. want to look at. They want to digest the report. Which is like about over hundred pages long. Look, I've got no doubt there's other journos who stayed and are doing one on ones who might dig into that, and yeah. so we might learn a little bit more from people like Graham Lynch at Comms Day, yeah. Joseph Lamb at the yeah, Oz, Ed News, yeah, people like that that I think might dig into it a bit better than okay. than we got the chance to. We had to do the bolt to record this podcast. We, we, we put you, dear listener, before yeah, we put um, you such first. things. Yeah. So then there's the announcement two days ago that Telstra has partnered. With Starlink, Elon Musk. Big story. Starlink. Yeah. This is huge. This is huge news. Now, so, yeah. I actually learned a bit more about Starlink in the, in the whole uh, writing of this story, about the, the low Earth orbit. And, and today I even said, like, I, I was under the wrong impression that low Earth orbit satellites were stationary. No. Yeah, they're moving. No, they're, that's, they're, that's why you need 3,000 of them because yeah. they're constantly moving around the Earth. And they rotate around the Earth 12 times an hour. I think it was a day. I think he corrected himself on that. Was yeah, what he first said was okay. was wrong. Twelve so. times an hour is wrong, is it? Twelve <clears throat> yes. times a day would be. Yeah, he, he Steve okay. kind of corrected. Nicholas oh, really? On that. Okay. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. Record, so record. you might want to check with Steve before you write that stat. Okay. Um, so Leo, low Earth orbit. Well, so there's three types of satellite: low Earth orbit, which is about 600 kilometers from the Earth. Yep. Then there's um, mid, mid uh, Mio, Mio, yeah, um, which uh, you know, obviously a little bit higher. Yep. And that's essentially GPS. GPS. GPS yep. satellite. Yep. And then there's geo, which are geostationary, much higher, much oh. further out in space. They're fixed. So the oh. NBN Sky Master, two satellites, yeah. they were launched into orbit high, high up into space, and they found their orbit and then they, they parked them. So right. they sit and they rotate with the Earth. Right, oh, in orbit. Right. Okay, right. So they're always above Australia. Okay. They're always pointing at Australia. No one else in the world can yeah, use amazing these technology they can do that. Mate, it's, it's even more amazing yeah. if you've never done it. Yeah. Go to our Go into space, that'd be great. Go to our good <laughs> friends at Optus yeah. and get a tour of their Bellrose satellite facility. Yeah. So up at Bellrose on the northern beaches, they've got the big dishes which That's surprising are, their Bellrose facilities at Bellrose. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they've got these big dishes that, you know, obviously yeah. um, do the satellite stuff, but they've actually got people who fly the satellites. Right, because they fly the satellites. I'm not, I'm not lying to you because a geostationary satellite like SkyMaster, but also Optus's, because yep. Optus has a huge satellite business. Yes, they do. Uh, yeah, Foxtel yeah. and all, all yep. there's a lot of business. Yep. So imagine a, a square, a cube, in fact, in space, yeah. literally a cube in, in space. Yeah. Um, every geostationary satellite is, is given a cube. 
and it may, must sit within that cube. But over time, it just you mean a cube of space cube to of space. occupy? Yeah. Okay, right. And so the state the There'd satellite the there. satellite might move out of it, and so what they do is they just go little <laughs> on the thrusters. <laughs> <laughs> little, <laughs> yeah, little, <laughs> little on the thrusters, okay. and it'll just push it back into the middle of its okay. cube. I could do that. I, I said, "Can I, I give could, it a go?" I they said, "Mate, you can you can be here, but you can't touch it." <laughs> <laughs> Imagine you go, "Oops, sorry." Yeah, oh, sorry about that. Just crash into <laughs> something crash else. Yeah, smash into so, the space station. That's geo geo station. Okay, much yeah, more expensive satellites. Yeah, more expensive to build and launch, which is why you know they cost a billion dollars for the for NBN yeah, to build. I can imagine. So yeah. low Earth orbit satellites are tiny. Yeah, they're, they're, they're so they're, so, they're they vary in size. I heard they vary in size from a pizza oven to a large suitcase. Yeah, is that right? Yeah, they're not much bigger than that, eh? Yeah. They're not like the size of a car or anything. No, they're, so if you think of a the top of a rocket, which is also hard to fathom because yeah. we never really had touched them, but you know, Elon launches like fifty at a time. Yeah. So when he sends that up and it goes deploys, goes, I love my again. <clears throat> it deploys yeah. fifty odd satellites at a time. Wow. And then that, what they do is why we see these big long lines. Yeah, I've seen them. Is, is yeah. they they slowly deploy like they slowly. Essentially, move apart. Yeah, with little thrusters, basically tight, because yeah. they don't have how they go again. <laughs> but but these low Earth orbit ones, are like because because they're they're so small and they yeah, don't yeah. they don't have a lot of power. Or yeah, of course. So yeah. they slowly move out and they're in a line. And then what they yeah. do is they orbit essentially to learn where they are, yep. and then they spread out into their yeah. into their position. So they in form space. their own network in space. <clears throat> That's right. Wow. And I, so when I was at Amazon, you know, they haven't launched any yet, but they've got a launch plan. Over the next, oh. Oh, it's written in my, on the site, but it's like over the next seven years, they've actually booked satellite launches. Really? That will deploy like 70 at a time to have 2,900 satellites. So similar to Starlink, you mean? <clears throat> oh, yeah, it's a, hundred, it's a Starlink competitor. Wow. Project Kuiper. Mate, there's some, not, not a lot of room to move up there. Like imagine in, in, us flying into space, you're going to smash into 20 of them. So it's fascinating because we're getting off topic. When I was at Amazon, they put this map up on the screen, Yeah. a globe. So imagine a globe. And it was the globe was rotating, so it was a good animation. Yeah, yeah. But around it were all these dots that were oh, rotating, wow. right? And and everyone, someone in the audience goes, "It looks really congested." And he said, "Let me just stop you and explain. This is just a visualization of movement. You've got to remember something the size of a shoebox or a suitcase. If you put three thousand of them just in a parking lot, they're they're quite far apart. Now spread them out around the world. Oh, okay." They're, they're tiny, yeah, like they're not yeah. near each other. They're, okay. So, yeah, and what oh. happens in low Earth orbit is like Elon might be at 592 metres, uh, Project Kuiper from Amazon might be at 621 metres. Ah. So it's actually, it's like planes, you know, you can have two How planes many, crossing the kilometers, Atlantic. Kilometres, not metres, 500 kilometres. Yes. What did you say, 512 okay. metres? Right. Yeah, yeah. Yep, true. Yeah. So planes, you know, one might be flying at 30,000 feet, another at yeah, 40,000, but they don't, they don't yeah, crash because they're at different heights. Because if, if you do a visualisation <clears> of planes... You're going to see the yes, same thing. Yes, exactly. Well, if you yeah. think about you know, our latest thing. little habit was yeah, vessel. Yeah, you stopped vessel, doing it. Yeah. But if you look at vessel tracker, yeah. it looks like the world is congested. Yeah. But actually, those thousands of boats are a long, long, yeah. long way apart. I'm glad mine hit the port, though. Okay, mate. It's mine hit the port. Hit the port. Well yeah. So, getting back to the point, <laughs> Telstra, this is a world Telstra first. and Starlink. Yep. No other company, no other telco in the world has a deal with Elon Musk's Starlink yeah. to resell it. Yep. So what's going to happen is, and I clarify this, it's Elon's not disappearing. Starlink will still exist. Their website will still be up. You can still buy Starlink. So you can them. still go direct. Correct. To Starlink, which is, if you're a rural customer, it's still like 199 bucks to get the hardware Correct. plus the plan. But let me give you the experience. You you buy it. You pay a credit card. You wait some time. Oh, so a box, you've already got one. Yeah, a yeah. box gets delivered, right? Yeah. 
Then you take then, it out of the box. You're on your own. You sit it down. You're on your own. It's amazing. They've got a great experience. The app's amazing. All that yep, stuff. Yep. But if you want the thing on your roof, then you've either got to be a handyman who can go and buy a pole from Bunnings and rig it to your house and put uh, that thing on it, or you've got to buy the accessory that da 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 da. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So what Telstra is going to do is they're going to provide good old-fashioned Telstra service, which is like, you know, it's come to your house and they'd put Set the phone line in and they'd yeah. take the phone out and they'd put it there and nowadays they, they come put the NBN box in, whatever it is, they're going to do that. So will it still be uh, – I, I, I was trying to work out what Telstra could do. So they're going to provide the service of installation. Yep. And, and the satellite and dish. Does it come with a modem or is it Telstra going to be a Telstra modem? No. It would be I, still a Starlink I, modem, I, I th- Well, this is a great question. I think it will still be a Starlink modem yeah. because making that many changes for such a small country – Probably yeah. not going to happen. They might have a rebranded rebranded app would be uh, my guess. Right. Like a Telstra Starlink We're app. We're not going to know till like later this year. We won't year, know until later yeah, this right. year. But so what price-wise, what you reckon I, it's going to be What I reckon or? we can guarantee now from our conversation today is if Starlink is $139 a month for unlimited at, at these speeds, yeah. Telstra will offer a $200 a month business plan, yes. which is unlimited at pretty priority speeds. Like yeah. they'll get priority in the network. Yep. And they'll offer home users a... 120, $112 or $120 a month plan yeah. with installation up front that you might pay installation off. Yeah. You know, but okay. it might be data limited. It might, might have like built, a, uh, you know, a 500 meg- yeah. gigabytes of data or something. Right. Okay. So that'll be how they differentiate from Starlink. Yeah. As a, as a retailer. And, and obviously, this is aimed at their re- regional, rural, remote customers. Well, the big news in this announcement is not just that they're the first to ever resell Starlink, but they're going to provide voice services over Voice, yeah. So they, if, yeah. You, if you, yeah. I, I remember like weirdly vividly because I have such a crap memory, but I remember being at Bob Fulton's farm in Quambone, which was so rural and regional that it was just wild to be there. And he, he would winch to me that he had this antenna that would point. At the Telstra Next G Tower somewhere else, that was the way they got they got mobile service. It would kind of uh, reamplified, but that house didn't have a land or it had a landline. Well, that's a copper line running hundreds of kilometres to the nearest town. Yeah, right? wow. Well, why would you run copper lines anymore when yeah. you could just say, "Here's a satellite dish. We're going to put it on your roof, yep. and we're going to plug a phone into a into that into a box." Amazing. And you've got a phone line yeah. for emergency communication plus internet. Yeah, like. In terms of Telstra taking that mm. universal service obligation box, it's pretty remarkable but how he, they can do that. But I immediately <laughs> thought, well, what, what about Skymaster for the NBN? Is, is that, that's an option for regional people. Yeah, regional it is. My mum's got Skymaster. Yeah. So my mum has an uh, NBN <laughs> satellite and it gets uh, 25 meg down, 5 meg up, and it's being upgraded to more than that. It's being upgraded so the data limits aren't uh, so overbearing. What's it going to get, like 50 meg down or something? Or? Yeah, I think it's going to go to 50 or 100. Yep. I think they've got it, got it cracking pretty well. And that's part well. of the NBN, Skymaster right? Plus is what it's called now. Yep. yep. Um, and they've, they've rejigged the data limits so that you get better access to data. Okay. But it's still... As a service, does not compete with Starlink. It's just you would choose Starlink every day of the week, but on price. Why is that? Just because of better <clears throat> speeds, better speed, unlimited, right. out of the box, okay. just so good, right? So good. Skymaster, but being... it's one hundred and forty dollars a month for Starlink. Yeah, whereas Skymaster, yeah, you like might pay sixty nine to yeah. eighty. Okay, because it's a government thing, isn't it? A government subsidy. Well, it's an NBN. It's it's NBN. it's a fixed price. It has to be at wholesale okay. at a certain amount. But what's interesting is. And I don't think uh, Val, our mate Val from uh, Gadget Guy, asked this question and Sunrise should say, um, asked the question about MBN. Yep. And I, do, I honestly, no disrespect, Val, I don't think he realised or any many other people in the room. Telstra doesn't offer MBN satellite. Really? So if you oh, live, so SkyMaster is not any of their services. My mum, yeah, cannot get internet from Telstra via the NBN. Right. She because M- Telstra does not choose to resell right. SkyMaster. 
because for them it's like hands in the air. So who does she too have? Too complicated. Optus, optus. She uses um, no. This it's like very small, right. weird telcos like Sky Mesh okay, is the most popular one. Yeah, right. <clears throat> so basically, the big telcos chose not to really op- chose not to offer so even the Optus satellite. and Vodafone. None. I don't believe so. Really? No. Wow. But this so uh, but for Telstra to put their hand up then and to partner with Starlink. It's basically a big middle finger to the end, a, the end. Makes it a bigger story. Well, hasn't that always been the case where they're trying yeah. to get customers away from yeah. on their five G networks? Yeah. And so, will they? Well, what What do you reckon will happen to the price? That I can. Will they try to subsidise that, or I? Th- they're I, not going to undercut. Like I think it, they. I think they'll they'll be not allowed. I reckon the contract would be this. We're speculating entirely, yeah, right? Yeah. But I reckon Starlink goes. Listen, <clears throat> two things. There's something in it for them. Something in course, it for Starlink, yeah. which is yeah. Telstra technicians, right? Yeah. So if because Starlink has base they stations, they actually in mentioned Australia. that. Yes, you can't just ring up Elon Musk if you well, need help. No, I'm talking yeah. about I'm talking about back end. Right. So Starlink ah. actually has base stations like Optus's Bellrose facility, yeah. though not as big. Yep. There are downlink stations. Yep. Where Starlink has to have satellite dishes on the ground so yep. that it can beam upwards yes. both ways, right? Of course. Yeah. So maybe. They're, they're using Telstra base okay. station areas, yep. technicians to help to set that up, engineers, yeah. all that kind of thing. Yep. That would be what I reckon Starlink needed in Australia. Yep. And I think Telstra's um, part of the agreement is, look, you can sell Starlink to people, but you cannot sell an unlimited plan. And even if you even if you can, it can't be less than $139 a month. So I reckon they'll go a okay. capped plan. So you reckon that Starlink doesn't want Telstra to sell an unlimited plan? At that's a cheaper price. Because that's what Starlink sells. Correct. Right. So I reckon they'll say, listen, you can sell unlimited, but it has to be on a well, like quality of service basis to business. There's got to be a, there's got to be an incentive for the customer to go through Telstra. Well, the incentive for the customer is they've never heard of Starlink. Yeah. It's all well and good for us to live in our bubble where yeah, we know what okay. it is. But old mate, you know, farming cows yeah. and running wheat <laughs> and barley yeah. doesn't Hey mate, he's, he's on the track to twenty like twenty four seven. Yeah, yeah. Comes in, he just wants his phone to work. He's on the he just wants better internet. Do you know track. what I mean? Yeah, I understand. Like I think we we, yeah, we yeah. live in a bubble yeah. where this thing is it's taken for granted how amazing these options are. Yeah, true. But I think when uh when Telstra can run ads on billboards because like in the country, you know, billboards and local radio are still yeah. a, a big way of getting information. Absolutely, yeah. They run a big billboard that says high speed internet, literally anywhere. That's your that's your billboard, mate. And, and they put a Telstra logo yeah. network next mm. to it, they'll get phone calls. Absolutely. And then what happens is a Telstra technician will turn up with a Starlink box. They'll uh, download a Telstra Starlink app, yeah, I reckon, yeah. and hey, presto. Branded. And they'll plug in a phone line for while, them. While we're on the satellites, I found it very interesting <laughs> where they, they touched on, um, was it 5G Max they called it, which is the, the ability to use satellites for voice and data. So in the event, in, in it, they said it's still two to three years away where a handset will be capable of making a, a call or using data that's sent via satellite. So we talked about this yeah. at Mobile World Congress because yeah. I had this yeah. chat with Channer and he yep. called it 5G Advanced. Advanced, right. In chat, today's chat, he called it 3GPP Release 18, which is basically a technology specification. Right. But my belief is that when Samsung, Apple, Apple yeah. Google and every other mobile network in the world announce it, it'll be called 5G Advanced. Right. <clears throat> Whether or not there's a trademark name to it, like as one of our colleagues said, you know, will you call it 5GX or something? Yeah. But bottom line, what it uses is low-Earth orbit satellites. Now, they didn't say it would be Starlink, they, but, but they have partnerships with three different low-Earth orbit satellite providers. They have um, – uh, oh, I didn't write them down. Crap. Um, I thought I did. Damn. They have, anyway, they have partnerships with three different companies in different ways. 
Yep. And so any one of those low Earth orbit satellite providers could be the company they use for 5G advanced. Yeah. And the concept of 5G advanced is really simple. iPhone 17. Yeah. Because it won't be the the first year of it. It'll be the second or third year because Apple yeah. does that. iPhone 17 out of the box has emergency SOS via satellite. Yep. Which is part and, of the iPhone 4. And here's, yeah. let's be clear, that's why Apple might not adopt 5G advanced earlier than anyone yeah. else. Because there's a competing they technology. They tend to hang there. back a little bit, eh? Like well, that. there's a competing technology <laughs> with their they want you using emergency SOS. SOS. They want you they want you to think the iPhone is what's saving you, not the network. I understand. Anyway, <laughs> let's let's assume let's go Samsung Galaxy S twenty seven yeah. or twenty six is five G advanced. So what it means yeah. is when you're at Phoenix Place you get three G because he doesn't have a very good internet. <laughs> but when you're at my place you get five G and when you drive to somewhere that there what some of the sixty five percent of Australia where yeah. there is no Telstra coverage, yeah. your phone says five G A or something, right? Yeah. And it's simply 5G advanced. your phone is able to see a low Earth orbit satellite. Yeah. And go, hang on, I'm here. Good. Let's use that Excellent. as a network. If I make yeah. a call, it sends that call via the satellite. If I try and look up something on the internet, the data is via satellite. Yep. But as was made abundantly clear to me, it won't be amazing speeds because to get 200, 300 megabits per second, which Starlink does, you've got to dish the yeah. size of a yeah. big pizza oven. Yeah. Whereas to you know, from a little tiny phone, yeah. you're talking the about radio, which is small. Yeah, it's yeah. a small radio, so yeah, it's sure. harder to do. Which is why um, Amazon satellites, which which yep. I've physically seen the dishes. Yep. There's there's a massive one for business. Yep. Which will get gigabit speeds. What? There's one about Starlink size, which will get you know hundreds, and they've got a little tiny one like this. Yeah, well, wow. I'm showing Stephen something bigger than like a, a dish, like a plate, uh, bigger like than a, maybe a, a DVD player. Okay. DVD, DVD. sorry, DVD disc uh, yeah. box. Okay. Um, which will be much cheaper. So let's call it $99 a month and it'll do limited speed. So it might be 100 meg limited. Okay. Right? So imagine a phone would only do yeah. 5 or 10. So you're not going to stream Netflix on 5G Advanced. But they, they're talking about it still, so it must be a couple of well, years it's away. it's coming. And uh, one of the challenges he said was the handset antennas are not tuned for that. Yeah. And he also mentioned the Doppler effect, which I know about, Trev. Yeah, Steve okay? was very, very he quick says, to one point of the out challenges, he did physics. One of the challenges is the Doppler effect, which is this refers to the change in wave frequency during the relative motion between a wave source and its observer. You're reading this. I'm reading this, but I'll, I'll explain to you the best right, demonstration me, of the Doppler go. effect. If you're standing stationary and a, and a, a siren goes by you, Right or a car, or sound of a car. So if let's say the siren, because it's making a constant noise, yeah. as it goes by you, Can't horn. it yeah. sounds different as you go. So yeah, yeah, rrr, yeah that, that's the Doppler effect. Yeah. Whereas you're stationary, the source of the frequency is changing in relative relation to you. So the if you hear a siren is the best example where once it goes past you, it sounds different because of the Doppler effect because it's moving and you're stationary. And so I'd imagine the the waves the the frequencies needed and the radio waves needed yeah. for this will have to take well if they're going 12 times a, a, da a day around the earth they're tra they're moving asterisk still to be confirmed what the extra state is <laughs> so that needs to um needs to be something they've got to take into account i'm going to text the old doppler Steve. effect uh does <laughs> Do you want to text him well no he just texts me with some data okay does uh leo satellite orbit the earth <laughs> live we're gonna have live information orbit on the show the earth. Um, so I'm just checking the stats that I got. It was oh, this was the last thing we'll say, uh, which was interesting because they took look. They did talk about the AI and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I got a bit bored with that. Yeah. Um, but they did talk a bit about cyber. Okay, and this cyber was, security, cyber yeah. security, right? 
80 million data points processed every five minutes on their network. That's pretty good. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, we were right about the mobile coverage number. Um, 38% of traffic. There is yes. one other thing I want to mention too. Yeah, they, they did mention um, satellite backup for outages. Yeah. Well, you know, whenever there's a whenever there's a Telstra outage, it makes the news. Yeah, right? It's yeah. so big, right? Yep. And you know, businesses can't process payments and it's it's big. And they mentioned the fact that they've got now satellite backup to to support the network. So to to not not so much voice traffic but data, they're able to in some areas provide that little bit of backup if there's an outage. The example he gave, two examples he gave, there was Tasmania. Their three points, two of them were out, and there was only one point of access. They backed up the one point of access with a satellite. And I think the other example he gave was in Broome, where a farmer cut through a fibre cable and the whole city of Broome was cut off. They deployed the satellite to cover until they reattached the. Yeah, I, I don't think it existed fiber. then. I think he wished yeah. it did exist. Ah, right. Then. Okay. Yeah. But the, so this so is, the point this is, is an think, option. And I think we probably underplay, and this applies to Telstra Optus and TPG Vodafone. We probably underplay how, how complex a net mobile network it is because yeah. we all see a tower and we go, yeah, good work, well done. <laughs> but you got to remember that between that tower, so you've got a big pole, then you've got the antennas on the end, right, and there might be a little box down the bottom which is where all the racks of computers are. But between that physical thing you see and the internet, let alone Telstra's network, yeah. is a cable. Yeah. There's a piece of cable, black yeah. dark fibre probably, cable, yeah. that runs from there. It might be to down the street to a Telstra exchange. Yeah. It might be, in the broom case, thousands of kilometres away. Yeah. And so the point is, if anything happens along the route of that cable, or that cable is obstructed, or the exchange at the other end is yeah. on fire, accidentally and, cut. and there's an outage, the tower, physical tower, will have a satellite dish on top where they, yeah. it can go, right here, I'm going to fail over, I'm going to start sending yeah. data back at a lower rate and yeah. whatever, but it'll still it'll be, be online. It's sort of redund redundancy then that allows them to be able to switch over to I think, satellite. I think it is. And look, it sounds like we're talking a lot about Telstra. We were talking a lot about Optus the other week, but it was a good insight into mm. um, how, imper how important innovation is on their network. Absolutely. And don't get me wrong, and there's a lot that we haven't talked about that they showed us today. Yeah. So with the greatest respect to the people at Telstra, it's awesome. Like, they, mate, they had a camera there. This was wild because there's a bit in the news today about surveillance cameras, but they had a camera there that was pointed at someone yep. and she didn't exist in the, in it, the video. It, it anonymized it, her. It, it turned yeah. her into a ghost. Mate, yeah. and that was happening in real time, yeah. but not just locally, but via their Gold Coast. Like it was Yeah, wild. so it covered up her, not only the, her face, but her gender and her and the rest of her body because you know, there's identifying marks. It made her look transparent. Like so tattoos and stuff. I yeah. assume it uses what's normally like in that spot. It put a grey cover on her. Yeah, yeah it just yeah. cloaked her but not out. You could still her, see the, the background. So it was like yeah. she was a ghost. Amazing. Man, it was wild. It was good. Because the yeah. idea there is you've, you've got this controversy. It was a few years ago that Bunnings and, and came yeah. up with a few others got in trouble because they were using cameras with facial recognition to identify things like thieves and stuff to kick them out of the store. Yeah. Yeah. And they didn't have enough signs or whatever the hell, right? Yeah. Um, the, the, There's the, another story. I didn't choice to do something else again today. About, pause. I want to. I yeah, have an opinion on that. Yeah. So Telstra's thing about this is, well, look, you use this, you can still get data about who, how many people are in the store, and all that stuff, but you yep. won't see who they are, and that that fits the guidelines. Yep. The choice story today, I have a problem with. Yep. Okay. We so choice is saying they went to a bunch of stadiums, you know, Kudos Bank Arena, wherever. Yeah. And they looked at the terms and conditions of entry, and it said that there's facial recognition in use. Via security cameras, right? Yep. Well, I mean, 
has no one watched the news? They they kick people out of yeah, stadiums. No, they they identify people. people. That's right, yeah. Of course, I mean, you know what? You're in a public place. But I, it, so, but I classify that as a public place. Yeah. And is it is it then um, is it in the terms and conditions of a ticket? If you see that in a, on a ticket, I, mate, I don't buy care. A ticket. It should yeah. be assumed when you're in a venue, yeah. in a post nine eleven world where yeah. people can bomb Ariana. It was an Ariana Grande concert. Concert, yeah, correct. Like seriously, I want yeah. those protections. Bring it on. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't care yeah. that they they know I went to see Michael McIntyre the other night. Yeah. Good, great, yeah. excellent. Like I don't know. I feel like we take that. Yeah, no. Which we're looking for outrage. We're looking to be outraged. Yeah, I know. And it's not. I don't think it's really in. in an imposition on your privacy. It's just you. You're yeah. there. Yeah. It knows Trevor Long's at the stadium. Yeah. It knows Stephen Phoenix at the stadium. It doesn't. Now look. It's not looking up my address or anything. Or is it to a sell bridge too far? If they, yeah. because okay, let's take it the furthest way, right? They use facial recognition because I bought that seat. They know where I'm sitting. They've got my face, so they can now attach a name to a face, right? Because yeah. that's the first, you know, first no-no in a privacy sense, attaching yeah. a name to a face. Yeah. But then if they have attached contact details to that same face and they start sending an email saying, hey, we got better seats than last time. You know what? I do think that's a bridge too far. Yeah. But is that happening? Yeah. It's not. No, I don't think so. I don't think Ticket, yeah. ticket Tech, no. given how their inability to sell tickets simply, <laughs> is going to – yeah, I just – I think support it, it's more the for idea safety. of Isn't people it for like, safety? Like it's, it's more a safety thing that they do that. And what I think if I, was to, if I was to take choices aside, I would say – what they're trying to say is we need clarity that it's a safety thing. Yeah. And we need them to disclose more clearly that it exists and yeah. that we're not using it for anything else. Fair enough. So fair enough on that. That's fair. I just yeah. uh, I, I do think that it unfortunately it gets blown out of proportion a little bit headline-wise. Absolutely. Maybe. Maybe. Anyway. I've, mate, I thought it was fascinating. I thought it was a yeah, good insight. it was great insight. And I think that yeah. there's a lot we haven't even touched on that yep. is, is awesome. Last thing. Did you, I, did you see them? Oh, the augmented reality, the yeah. AR showing you where to put the cable on a modem. So they used that. an iPad yeah. using that was a, amazing. an app. They yeah. pointed it at the Telstra smart modem and you could – it would – let's say you laid out the pieces. So there was a power cord and then the modem and then a network cable. You point, all, you point your, your iPad at it and it will actually show you physically on the screen in an animation where to plug the power cable. Yeah, that's Where to plug the network cable. I think that's really that's cool. That's really good. For users very who cool. to just good good tech support, eh? Yeah. Just to show you how to set stuff up. Exactly. Very smart. Lots of details. Uh, look, there's probably going to be something on EFTM.com. Uh, definitely. Stephen will just churn oh, this out I'll today. I'll do something here. Yes. <laughs> I'm not, not, mate, the chances of this being on EFTM by Friday <laughs> are very low. I'm going to be honest with mate, you. Mate, I'll, I'll try So head something. to there's Tech a, Guide. There's a, there's a release about the cloud ran and all that the cloud stuff. No, yeah. I did that on the Today Show a year ago. I'm, yeah. I'm good Is that. that right? Okay, good. It was like a you know a commercial demo. It was Cloud the first public demo activation. Of it. Yeah, mate. If you want to see me work under pressure, get me to explain Cloud Ran on national mainstream <laughs> television. Very hard. All right. Uh, two blokes talking tech details. Techguide.com.au. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. And we do it all thanks to the great people at Netgear. And if you have, frankly, any internet provider's modem and you plug a Netgear Orbi into it, I'm telling you, whether you live on the first floor or the 12th floor, your Orbi will work because plugging an Orbi router into your existing internet provider's modem <laughs> will allow you then to place the Orbi sorry, satellites. Sorry to interrupt you. <laughs> sorry will, for the interruption. Will allow you to place the Orbi satellites anywhere in your home or a 12th floor apartment <laughs> 
to get great internet. The internet you're paying for, whether it's 5G home internet or NBN, will work in every room in your home. It's a great way to deliver uncompromising um, Wi-Fi and great protection across your network because the other thing that Orbi does is it gives you alerts and I get them because the Orbi app is then uh, cloud connected. So if, if a new device connects to my network at home, I get a notification that happened. I get a notification that a vulnerability scan was performed and I'm happy to pay a yearly fee for that service because it means it keeps my network and my devices safe. That's an extra service that you can get should you want to as a choice. Uh, and if you've got an existing Orbi system, fire up the app Connect it back if you haven't used it for a while and actually see what you unlock with the app because the power of the app is as simple as turning individual devices on and off. Keep the kids off the internet. Um, as well as get doing time. speed tests, no matter what you want to do, it's all there in the Netgear Orbi app. Check it out, netgear.com.au. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. Elon Musk <laughs> getting his second mention in episode 592. Yeah. Um, he's a goose. I mean, seriously, <laughs> imagine working for Elon Musk and yeah. you know, waking up one day and going, oh, man, he's just tweeted. He's, he's just changed something. Hang yeah. on, what's he just done? Oh, my God, <laughs> I've instituted a rate limit on Twitter. Uh. Um, and if you're not verified, you get you can only read this many messages. Oh, hang on a minute. Have he's, you been hang affected on, by Hang this? on, he's replied already. No, it's different now. It's higher number. Uh, hey, Bob, did you notice he's replied again? <laughs> it's a higher number. Change the rate limit. He's making decisions on the fly. And what this does is it means that you can only read so much content. And have you been caught out by this? Not yet. Not yet. So, I mustn't so read that you, much. So what's the limit for non-verified now? Like, I don't know, is it 1,000? Yeah. I mustn't read so that So does much. it mean, it's not just scrolling by a 1,000, You mean it means actually stopping Well, how do they know if you've stopped links. or not? If it appears, like when I'm on the web here now, on the on the Twitter Twitter website, yeah. like there's that a, was bunch, like five, there's a bunch that have been loaded already. Yeah. Now if I just go like this, the page doesn't know whether I stopped on them or not. Maybe if, if you hit the home and it takes the... You know, like it adds the latest well, I'm 35 just gonna, I mean, I've scrolled a lot the other night trying to get the rate limit. And you didn't get do it. it. But I, I have had a lot of people send me the the screenshot of the rate yeah, limit. Yeah, I've seen that too. On Twitter, funny enough. Yeah. Now, um, can you explain though? Yeah. Why is he doing this? What's why? Why? I know there's I'll the data, right data now, scraping. It and costs all. too much money. What do you mean? It costs money. When every time you open the Twitter app, yeah. you're sending a data request from your phone to Twitter's service. Twitter's service sit yeah. at Amazon or Google yeah. or somewhere and and, the, yeah. and you're using data processing power. Okay. So everything yeah. everything you do costs him money. And what? he's realized that there are a bunch of people who are just, you know, scrolling through Twitter and scraping data off Twitter and using it for their own purposes. He's probably trying to renegotiate a data center deal. I mean, Is mate, right? I think it's money. He did mention it was temporary as well. Did you read that? that it's temporary measure, I think you described it as. Yeah, sure. So what is this just to like to, to try to hold a gun at the head of these people who are Maybe. running the servers and say, Maybe. Right, well, this is what we're prepared to this do. This is the bloke, by the way, that has chosen not to pay the bills for a fit-out of an office in Sydney, London and somewhere else, even though the company committed to those things and did those things. Really? But now that he owns it, he's not paying the bills. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty poor form. Pretty poor form. Yeah. But what do you reckon? It's all about money, eh? It's, it's, it's for him to save money and to try to make money. He's trying to – so what he's trying to do is make – so we are both active Twitter users mm. and we both do not have – we don't pay for the Twitter blue. Um, 
and I have no intention of doing that because the yeah. service that it yeah, offers yeah. doesn't add any value to me. Yep. So what he's trying to do is make me go, oh, man, I keep getting the rate limit every day. I'm going to upgrade. But even if you don't get it, I'll definitely not get it. Like, well, yeah, you, that's the like, thing. You I haven't got it once. A lot. Yeah. I haven't seen it once. So, so what but is I it? Have, I have been in a stupidly busy point, so maybe I haven't yeah, seen it for that maybe reason. maybe you haven't done it enough. But I don't know. I just think that's what he's doing. He's trying to push people into Twitter blue. Yeah. Trying to make more that's people That's what this pay. looks like. Well, there's if you're verified, you get like double the amount of yeah. tweets to view. So that's obviously a, tries to make that as an incentive, another See, incentive for Blue. I think the analogy I gave when it first was announced was uh, it would be like Gmail, Google, saying you can only receive 100 emails a day. <laughs> because here's the thing. When I first read it, I thought, good on you, mate. I'm happy with the rate limit. I don't tweet that much. Yeah. But it's incoming. It's reading of messages, not outgoing. Yeah. See, yeah. But you might not know this, folks, but if you try and send five... 501 emails from Gmail, it won't work. There's a limit on the number of emails you can, you can send, send every day. Really? It's kind of a capped thing to stop spam and stuff like that being yes. used, you know. Yep. But no one sends that many emails. No. I think it's also, there's a, it's, it's or it might be in a group, like you can't send more than 100 cc's and yeah, stuff like just that. Just to avoid, just so, so cyber yeah. criminals and scammers so, don't use it. So yeah. in terms of like Elon's problem with bots and things like that, yeah. I support a rate limit on the number of times you can tweet. There's also a couple of people I follow who have day jobs and they also, you know, purport to be technology commentators and journalists yeah. who should not be on Twitter as much as they are. They <laughs> they honestly should be rate limited on the yeah. amount they can tweet, but they're tweeting all day. So I thought that was the rate limit, but it's not. It's reading messages. So it's yeah. hilariously stupid. So it's, it's the content. It's, you can only yes. read so many tweets. Correct. You're, you're restricting how, so what the very const- content that we, we come to your website for. So what it constitutes is you just, if you're scrolling and reading individual tweets, so scrolling by yeah, in that's your, it, man. That's what, the, that's what it's counting. Yeah. Okay. Isn't that stupid? It is. It's the dumbest thing ever. Yeah. And like, so timely. You, but don't you want people to do that? Don't you want? Mate, isn't that the idea to engage? Please. please. Get people on there? Stephen Finney, yeah. stop <laughs> trying to it make reason yeah. out of a stupid <laughs> Elon Musk decision. Unbelievable, isn't it? Even Telstra today said and he was yet, a loose cannon. He's, he's also, though, just like one of the – is he still back to being the richest man on, on, in Mate, the world again? Or? I, don't, I don't know. I don't like, care. I – and I've said this a thousand times, and if Elon ever finds out, you have to let him know this. I, I think he's a genius. Yeah. I legit think the bloke's a genius and a genius of our generation. I think yeah. he will be remembered for generations no, no, to come. No doubt about it. But I also think he's not a very good businessman. Yeah. I, or, or is it that this idea is so smart we haven't realised its, cle- its intelligence yet? Well, is it so clever that he's that far ahead of us thinking in, in a monthly we'll go, oh, yeah, that, that makes sense? Are we about to find out because Meta, Instagram, yeah. is about to launch its own a purported Twitter rival? Twitter killer, they call it. Well, some are. Some some would say. Some it's called it's called are. Threads and it's expected to be announced uh well it's expected to be released uh this week, uh, probably it looks at the end of this very, week. Very, very Twitter like. Right. Doesn't it? I don't know. I haven't looked seen? at it. I haven't got it yet. I've just seen screenshots oh, of it. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I don't know really you know. Like looking. Thread thread being a thread is uh like a like a conversation. Yeah. Like, like a if it's about a certain topic, there's a thread. Uh, and that I that I assume is why they called it threads, is because yep. they want to create threads. Yeah. And so would it be then that you can just post a text up a text on Instagram? Only, I assume or? so. Yeah. So rather than having the Instagram is all photo based. Yep. So you, without a photo, you got nothing. But so this is, is a separate a, app, right? Ah. Uh, okay. It's not within Instagram. Okay. I don't know. Is but it? it's Meta. It's Meta. Um, it's Meta, which is the 
the company that's created Facebook, Instagram, and Messenger. So I saw a thing in, in, in the App Store that said a new ah, app called Threads, an right. Instagram app. Okay, right. Right? Okay. So if that's the case, it's like genuinely right. just Twitter. So it's another platform. Yeah. Wow. Because all – so I joined Blue Sky, which – you know, everyone Blue talks Sky. about being, you know, if you're if you're sick of Twitter because it's crap, join Blue Sky. So that, I joined, that's not Trump's one, is it? No, 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 no. I joined, had a look. I had to, get, had to get an invite code and all this stuff. And, mate, no, I logged right. in. It's exactly, it's like legit copy-paste. It looks the same as Twitter. Twitter. Yeah, yeah right? right? But I'm not going to start finding people to follow and all that yeah, rubbish again. Yeah. Whereas with Instagram, what this one, I assume what will happen is it will go, can we connect your Facebook and, and Instagram accounts? <laughs> of course. And yeah. I'll go, yeah, of course we can. Yeah, Let's bring yeah, it in. So yeah. let me find all those people. And that I follow, not that follow me, because I don't want to. I'm the same on Twitter. I don't follow a lot of people. I follow a small number of people. When's so the last time you hit follow on someone on Twitter? Um, I, I no, it's it's happened in the last week or yeah, three. Yeah, I'm a long time since I followed yeah. anyone on Twitter. I, I the challenge that Elon Musk has is that when Blue Sky or Mastodon or whatever the other alternatives people talk about are, they're complicated. They're different. They're new. Whereas theoretically, if it's done right, Threads, you open it up. And you've instantly got content. You've instantly got people that you follow. You've instantly got a thing going on, right? So I actually think that it could be more engaging than than Twitter. I genuinely yep. think it could be a Twitter killer. Wow, I think so. Yeah, well, well, I think if it's if it's pulling in stuff, linking all those other platforms, then mm. it's got more to draw from. It doesn't. It can't pull in the content from the other platforms, though. That's critical. Yeah. It has you to pull link, the people. You can link stuff. It has up. to pull the people. People, yeah, the users. Well, that's what Instagram, how many have they got? Over a billion users now, yeah. is it, Instagram? Yeah. yeah. And Twitter's way behind it. Way behind. What's imagine, Twitter now? About 400, 400 yeah. million? Imagine, imagine Zuckerberg in a year is able to do a corporate update that says, and we're announcing here that we've got 400 million users on threads. That's Twitter. It would kill Twitter yeah, in that, an instant. Yeah. But yet Twitter is still, like Instagram to me seems a little bit more softer environment. So it's 100%. more, more colourful and sharing but your when photos. I think and, about, when I think yeah. about it though, and so I see Instagram as being a personal, like a personal share. Yeah. So it's content yeah. about yourself. Yeah. But if you take all those people and whether they're journalists I follow on Instagram or brands, yeah. it's they're the same ones I likely follow on Twitter except there's a bit more newsy content on Twitter. Yeah. So all I need is for Instagram to be able to look at my Twitter feed and go, do you want us to follow all these people? Like that would be genius, wouldn't it? Yeah. Imagine if you could look at my Twitter account and go, yeah. we'll find them all. Do you think that Elon Musk That'd will put something wild. something where that will prevent that scraping though? Maybe the data, Maybe that's the uh, – Maybe that's why maybe the thread limit's limit. in. Yeah, yeah. Hey? To, to combat the data scraping of, of yeah. threads. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. But so I yeah, mean, that's like, this week. But, but like everything, you if something new, you might give it a try. Whether you stick with it, is yeah, I think that's mate. That's know? always going to be its killer. Yeah, yeah. Is can it survive? And you only you get know, you only get one chance to make a first impression too. Like if it's a and, good, if it's a good first impression, and that's its problem. The first impression, my first impression of Blue Sky, yeah. was and it's let me a Twitter ripoff. Well, firstly, I'll, I'll I'll log in here for you, but anyone can kind of look it up. Um, it should still be logged in. Um, was, oh, great, it looks exactly the same as Twitter, right? <laughs> Look at this, the sidebar Jeez. is exactly the same. I followed two That's people Twitter. and it's Twitter. Look at that. Wow. Same button, same everything. Wow. So, but the problem is it didn't, it didn't, doesn't know me. So it didn't know who to recommend. So it was only, I just, th this guy gave me the invite code to uh, Bo, he's a top bloke, gave me the invite code to get in. How long ago? And, like two days ago. Okay. And Dom, I, he's a former chaser guy, he works at the ABC now and then, um, 
you know, I saw him post that he was on Blue Sky, so I thought I'll find him and follow. I have no desire to go and find all the people. And how many people follow you on it? Oh, no, because I I haven't said I'm on there. Uh, I haven't said anywhere I'm on there, right? And But so my point is when I log on to threads, it needs to show me that it knows me. Which yeah. it should be able to do. Yeah. So it should be able to say, yeah. do you want me just to follow the same number of people and suggest those people get yeah. threads and all that? And then I think they get two bites of the tree. First bite is, do you want me to follow these people? Great. Yeah. Yep. Second bite is like, mate, two days later, I need to open the app and see stuff Yeah. from those people. Right. So it'll be active. I don't want to see a bunch of recommended stuff. I don't want to see yeah. algorithmic stuff. I want to see those people in chronological order. Okay. Because remember, that's what Instagram so not, stuffed up. Yeah. So they they changed that, then they went back. Is that what happened with Instagram? Though they suggest well, no, they, they still, were going still to not in, still not chronological, right? Not at all. Okay. Anyway, I think it's interesting. But Twitter is, eh? Twitter's chronological, or not? Yes. Well, well depends, there depends is on who a, you follow. There's a for you page like and a, a following yeah, page. Correct. Yeah, I'm correct. always on the following page. I yeah. hate the for you page. Yes. That's true. So it's it's going to be a big week because if yeah. they pull it off. So when are they? When's this expected? To I, I understand it'll be on the weekend in Australia. Wow. If not Friday. Okay. Yeah. So I might be tweeting uh, or I'll be threading uh, about a Rabbitohs victory on the weekend. Threading about oh, Threading yeah, about it? Well, what's the, what's the verb going to be? That that would be it, well, actually. Are you going to tweet yeah. it? Are you going to thread it? it what, would be what's, thread. The, what's the verb? What are we, re-threading? Re-thread? Joining a thread? Re-thread? Join a thread? Unthread. What, what do you – so posting something needle. is not tw- – it's tweeting on Twitter. So threading. what's it? Threading? Is it threading? Or oh, what, what's, pop- the, what's the verb? <laughs> I'm going to do it, people. I'm going to Google it. We're going to thread it. Threading. Let's Thread just the needle. Make sure that's not something. Thread the needle. Oh, you know what threading is? It's that thing where well, you women. Eye, eyelashes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. How eyelashes. Did you know yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. See the signs of these guns. Saw the signs, mate. I saw the signs. <laughs> Open up my eyes. I saw the signs. Oh, sorry. Go yeah. Um, anyway, so there you go. There that's you what's go. happening, Thread. folks. Uh, get with and it. Let us know what the verb was going to be if you post something on threads. Oh. Is it, you, you, you've you threaded it. You, just, I just threaded that. Uh, it's not it's not as uh, double entendre as I thought it might be. Yeah. Um, but it's not perfect. Yeah. Is it? Tweet is a nice short tweet. I mean, but one, is that, is that just because we're used to it? Tweet is tweet one syllable. No, but you know why we're okay with it? Yeah. Because it's a, it's an existing word, like it's yeah. a sound. A bird makes tweet tweet. Yeah, tweet. Yeah. Whereas thread thread is not a word you would ever say. <laughs> thread thread. <laughs> I threaded that. I threaded sound it. Sound right. Yeah. It is a word. You posted. Though. It. You said you posted it. But it is a word. I posted it. What do you say on Facebook? You don't say your Facebook. Posted it. it. You've posted it. Yeah. And on Instagram, what do you say on Instagram? You grammed it. Yeah, you Instagrammed it. it. Have you yeah. heard that? How many times have you used that? Never. You've grammed it. I mean, neither. No, never. Anyway, we're probably thinking about something we don't really need to think about. Yeah, we definitely are. Definitely. Um, that's all information is available at AFTM.com. <laughs> this is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Two Blokes Talking Tech is proudly supported by Arlo. And if you haven't got your Arlo camera or specifically your video doorbell, you may miss out on your packages. And if you don't have the video doorbell, you won't be able to stop package pinches. Oh, ah. You know what? Amazon Prime Day is coming up in, yes. a, in, a, couple, in a week or so. <laughs> won't there be some packages yeah, in my so door? There's gonna be, <laughs> you won't be able to see my front door with all the packages yeah. in front of it. So having a video doorbell gives you that peace of mind knowing that you can actually receive a parcel. Someone's at your door. You can no answer matter where the door. you are. Uh, but also, too, that you've got to remember that that, is, that camera acts as a security can detect movement, save it up to your account as yeah. well. So you can see if someone tries to pinch your packages, 
video and, evidence. And if you're uh, if you're using Arlo Secure, you can get package yeah. notifications. Pa- so that package it's detection. Package detection. It actually goes, yeah. hang on a minute. That's a package. I'm pretty sure that's a package. Package has been delivered. And I'll be honest, I reckon it gets it right eight to nine times out of ten. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes it's just uh, we, I move the I move the doormat. Well, they use us as te- as test pa- <laughs> test subjects. We get a lot of packages. Yeah, I we mean, get look, lots of packages. My camera's got a little bit nuts around Prime Day. Yeah, um, but that's okay because yeah. I've got I've got the, I've got the front door covered because covered like the a tarpaulin. Other, the other you thing have. is you've got package detection. You've also got the 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 field of view. Yes, it's not a, it's not all about how no, it's wide one, it is. One it's about to the tall. Yeah, so you can actually see the ground. Yes, if so, the package is placed so, at the foot of the yes. of the camera, it yep. sees it. And if you say there's a delivery person standing at your door and the package is at their feet, yeah, you better see it. Boom. So uh, and if uh, hey. Of course, if the package pinches there, they're going to be bending down to get your package. You're just going to see the whole thing. They're going to capture it all. And yeah, they, and they'll see your doorbell. They'll see the camera. And they'll think, you know what? It's not worth getting filmed, and this this is going to be go viral. Me pinching someone's absolutely. package. Absolutely. Uh, look, yeah. even if you've only got one Arlo camera now, you'll think about the fact that actually a doorbell would be a great. And if you've put your existing Arlo camera at the door, yeah. Hey, you can put that at the back door and just yep. put a, ca- a video door because it acts as an Arlo as camera, because yeah. it does notifications of yep. all the things you need. Even yep. as essentially just a, uh, a, a doorbell, so it's a fantastic addition. Worth, worth investing. As I said, I think last week or the week before, yep. Richard Wilkins, who I set up with an Arlo system, yep. told me the other other day that his 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 tinkering smart son who knows tech yep. was able to install an Arlo doorbell for him. So he's now added that to the Boom. to the arsenal. Boom! The, the Arlo Wilkins video arsenal. doorbell, part of the great Arlo range. Check him out at arlo.com. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Look, it's not uh, specifically real time, but I can tell you that a low Earth orbit that satellite orbits the Earth around 12 times a day. A day, not an hour. At a speed of 25,000 kilometres an hour. So 12 trips around the around 12 orbits a day. 25,000. That's 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 moving. That seems wrong. That's moving. No, that's that's accurate. How many kilometres around the? I guess if you're going to go around 12 times, that's well, yeah. that's once every two hours yeah. you're circling. It's a lot of kilometres. You're moving. So is it 50,000 kilometres around the circumference of the Earth? Must be. If we can do it at 12, low Earth 12, orbit. 12 a day. At low Earth orbit, yeah. 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 Anyway, we've come So as the higher you are, the further you've got to go. That's eh? right. The closer to Earth, the shorter the distance. Thanks, mate. Yeah. There you go. So, <laughs> so low Earth Thanks orbit can really move. Thanks for that in simple geometry. <laughs> can move around. Can go. Anyway, Stephen, we've got uh, the time of recording breaking news, and uh, I said we'll publish this on Wednesday night, so it's today's news. Um, the vehicle sales for uh, June 2023 have come out, and of course, this is not a motoring podcast, but um, as time evolves, Stephen becomes closer to being a motoring journalist because um, yeah, we, I keep giving you, him electric cars to you, drive. You, you, you and I both, yeah. Um, yeah. The, I obviously love these figures for a lot of reasons, but at the moment, electric vehicle sales is interesting. And now I know the reason I opened this, whoa, Um, was because I know that Tesla were working their asses off in the last, just the last few days. And I know this because they wanted me to come out and film with the Today Show, one of their delivery centres, because they knew it looked amazing. It was frantic. They had a lot of cars here, right? Because it's end of of month, let alone end of financial year. They want to have a big number. It's a good thing, right? So you book a big ship to come in. Good time to buy a car end of the month. You move a bunch of cars into the warehouse. You get pre-delivered. You employ people just to to get them going. So Tesla, in just June, 
sold 7,018 cars. Now, I'm going to say straight off, I think it's a record for them. Yeah. I don't I don't even need to look it Pretty up. Pretty sure. That's a record. That's 25,000 cars just this year so far. Wow. Now, for perspective, and I have to check actually, I don't know they've been reporting for more than a year. The, the year, the number last year was 4,600. So June last year. No, no. Yeah, June but June last year, so the year, year, year to year. date yeah, wow. was 4,600. Wow. But I, I think they might have started reporting around that time. So but so you're saying just June 2023 they sold more than 7,000 cars? Yes. And mainly Model Y? Is so that let me let me dig into it right. So so Model Y um, sold. Uh, I've got to search for it on the spreadsheet. It's a very big database. 5,560 cars. Wow. Now, and in that the, segment, the Model 3. just for perspective, right, if you're going to buy an SUV, because that's what the Model so Y is mid, claimed to be. SUV. I don't really like calling it SUV, but that's what it is, right? Yeah. An SUV is everything. So a small, so SUV medium is the way it's described. And then they break it down by price. But let me give you a sense of what the medium SUV is. Um, it's a Ford Escape. It's a Mitsubishi Outlander. Yeah. Uh, it's a Hyundai Tucson. Kia Sportage. Toyota RAV4. Yeah. Okay. Um, Kia Sportage, correct. Um, in a more expensive bracket, it's the Audi Q5. Yep. Uh, it's the Mercedes-Benz GLB yep. or the Mercedes-Benz GLC. Yep. And the most expensive part, the 70,000-plus range, um, there's more Ford Everett's. There's, there's a bunch of different cars. There's Subaru Outback, Toyota Kluga, and Toyota Prado are all in that SUV uh, category. They're, they're large, sorry. So yep. um, let's stick with medium. The best-selling car other than the Model Y, which sold, the Model Y sold 5,560. The best-selling medium-sized SUV was the Toyota RAV4. How many do you think they sold? The Tesla sold 5,560. Toyota RAV4. 3,700. Lower. 2,500. 2,858. Mm. And the Hyundai Tucson was 2,600. Wow, and so they've really got a gap, daylight to the rest. Jeez, they've almost done. So the Model same Y did how many? Five thousand five hundred. And the next down was two eight. Two eight. Whoa. Yeah. So Model Three, um, and again for perspective, this is a me- it's, it's described as a medium car. Yeah, medium so f- sedan. So for getting price, you're talking about Tesla Model Three. Uh, you're talking about uh, Ionic Six, uh, BMW Three Series, yeah, Mercedes Honda Accord, C Class, maybe or? Uh, Mercedes C Class. Yep. yep. So Mercedes sold three hundred and two C Classes. Yep. Um, BMW sold four hundred seventy eight Three Series. Yep. Tesla sold one thousand four hundred fifty eight Model Threes. Wow. Now they're in the what? same price category. They're in the plus yeah. sixty thousand. Yeah. They're not actually the same price because the the others are a bit more expensive than the yeah. than the Model Three, but. Just for perspective, they sold 1,400 cars. Hang on. What about this? 1,458 cars they sold. In total, in the medium car, $60,000 plus category, there were 3,327 sales. So they sold almost half of all medium cars. And can someone tell me then why they're not wanting to sell the Model S here? Exactly. Can you tell me that? Now, I've already told Stephen that there were 47 Mercedes-Benz EQEs sold yeah, last month. Yeah. Yours was not included. Yeah. How many Cupra Borns do you think there were? 72. 84. Oh, wow. Good, they're moving. Good. good. And they started delivering those. Yeah. Um, let's look at other so electric They're already cars. delivering. They're already arriving. Oh, yeah. No, they started arriving in, Ma- in and May. And how come you're so late to the party? Because people ordered them a year ago. Oh. Pre-ordered without even seeing the thing. Oh, geez. Like, I would never do that. That's Have you seen any on the road? 
drive. No, you? never seen one on the road yet. Yeah, which I wish I loved. I've seen one EQE the, in, in the wild. All oh, right, one I've seen. Now this might help us find the, the second best selling, third best selling electric car. We know the Model Y is the first. We know the yep. Model Three is the second yep. most likely. So Tesla's got first and second. Uh, hang on, let me. Well, let me. What was the uh, Model Three number? Um, Model Three was fourteen hundred. Yeah, I can announce here exclusively that the BYD Addo Three outsold the Model Three. Wow! With fifteen hundred and thirty-two deliveries. Wow! In June, that's remarkable. Now the Hyundai... BYDs are moving. You know what? And, and I, BYDs look a lot better than you think. Are they're not a bad looking car? Oh no, car. they're a good looking car. They're not a bad looking. They're car. a bit funky on the inside. Yeah, you got to get used to it. But really, okay. Hyundai sold eighty-three Ionic sixes, which okay. is pretty disappointing. 51 Ionic 5s. And there was 80, how many? 47 EQEs. EQEs, yeah. That's Australia-wide. Yeah. Kia sold only 154 of their EV6. Audi sold nine e-trons. By the way, there's no electric category here, so I have to just search for cars. Yeah, e-trons. And this is the e-tron. That's <laughs> like 250K, doesn't it, the e-tron? Polestar sold 251 Polestar 2s. Bad. Um, Polestar's, I reckon they're a cool-looking car, the Polestar's. What's another electric car? Um, you can't look MG? up the MG MG because, ZS EV? No, because the ZS is a standard car. They sold 3,700 ZSs, but you don't know whether they were petrol or electric. Ah. And I tell you right now, 3,400 of yeah, them would be, were petrol. Yeah. Um, that's a big I've, result. I've though. seen a few EVs on the road, MG EVs. Yeah. yeah. Um, they, they do okay. I just can't yeah, tell you the number. What I can tell you, though, uh, on electric, I think that's the, that's the bulk of the big ones, although I've probably forgotten something. Electric cars overall. Passenger cars, uh, 2,200 were electric because um, the Model Model Y is um, an SUV, as is the Auto 3. So passenger cars, right. 2,200 were electric. 2,400 were hybrid. Uh, 1,200 were yeah. diesel and 14,000 were petrol. Yep. In the SUV category, 10,000 were diesel, 6,000 were hybrid, 8,700 were electric, which is primarily Model Y at yeah. 03. Yep. And then 42,000 were petrol. <laughs> when you include uh, light commercial, which is, uh, you know, Hilux and stuff, which is still the best selling yep. car in Australia, diesels were 25,000, petrol were 3,000. In total, there were 124,926 passenger cars sold in June. 11,042 were electric, EVs. which means 8.8%. Wow. Of all cars sold, hasn't that jumped? It's a good number. That's a huge. Yeah. Jump. We're at one. We 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 are probably six we'll months away from double, double figures, if, if yeah. not if not sooner. Wow! Because Stephen, I was saying to Stephen in the car on the way here, if there were four, what did I say, forty seven EQE yeah, sold. Yeah. I'm genuinely fascinated to see how many other people like Stephen went. Okay, well, I'm not going to model model less. Let's uh, let's yeah. hit someone else up and let's see how the growth yeah. of those ones go. Anyway, Tesla's loss is Mercedes gain, mate. Is that, in of, that area? So. People call me an Elon hater or a Tesla hater. I don't, I don't at all. I wouldn't buy one. But yeah. I, I said, I said on Twitter, it's an absolute uh, shout out for achievement to the local uh, Tesla team in Australia yeah, oh, yeah. and their delivery centres because it yeah. takes a lot to deliver that many cars. Yeah, that's no, that's they've, remarkable. But they've had a they've had a, a head start though. <laughs> totally, but, really but to ramp everything. to ramp from yeah. from delivering one thousand cars. Up to eight thousand yeah, a well. month. Mate, they've streamlined the whole thing. And and, don't forget, and so, so they're operating. Tesla's got factories in America, China, China, anywhere else in the world. Well, China's where the Australian cars come from. Yeah, China. So Shanghai's where yeah. the the factory producing yeah. Model Y, Model Three for Australia. Yeah, 
America is producing for America and yeah. other parts of the world. Is there any? Is there a European it's factory? Germany, I think. Germany. Oh, yeah. Berlin is it? Berlin. Yeah. yeah. yeah right. So they've 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 really nailed the production. Haven't yeah, they? but they've, it's not productions. I mean, well, it's not dis- easy at all. It's a distribution. It's, it's, yeah. mate, Get shipping. The, uh, uh, yeah. They got to come off a boat. They got to yeah. be driven off the boat. They yeah. got to pass custom. They got to be put onto trucks, yeah. which carry five to six yeah. to ten cars at a time. Yeah. And they got to be delivered to a warehouse. They got to be backed off, put in, a, in parked. Someone's got to strip them of all their plastic packaging yeah. and stuff. Yeah. They got to check them. They got to look at them. They got to check the tires. They got to do it. They're every car. They've, it's they've, called it's called yeah. pre-delivery yes. in the in the industry. Yeah. Yep. Every car needs to be pre-delivered and then yeah. parked, ready to be yeah. delivered, detailed and all. That, yeah. And and I'll tell you right now, and I. My only negative, I'd say, is because serious shout out for delivering that many cars. But I just worry about how many people walked in, clicked the button on the app, and went up to their car and drove away. Because we know someone yeah. who listens to this show who yeah. bought one, but was was forced to sign the paperwork before he'd even seen the car. And he's like, oh, I, like he could, he wasn't allowed into the delivery center until he Tesla doing until he clicked the app. Yeah, uh. and he's like, why? I'm not. You can't sign off on it, and he goes, "You well, you have to sign off on it for it to be in the app, yeah. and then you need to the app to get the car." Yeah, but and if you got like, if you got dramas with it, you can always. But that's exactly yeah. what happened. He went yeah. to the car yeah. and said, "There's all these problems," but and then he got a lot of drama from them uh, about they were just going to fix it. He's like, "Hang on a minute, I want this, a new car. This, this is ridiculous." Just now or during COVID? This was uh, no a month and a half ago. Really? And so you it wasn't know, a COVID thing. And was my it? concern is that when you deliver, when you ramp up. A thing like pre-delivery. Yeah, I hope they don't have any of those issues yeah, with people not noticing that. chips and cracks. That's or whatever. one thing I noticed in my five years as a Tesla driver was that everything is in the app. Yeah, everything is yeah, in the yeah, app, yeah. and so delivery included in the That's app. That's right. Yeah, even even when I did it, I had like signing documents online yeah, and yeah, in yeah. the app and everything, and it was. Um, but it is frustrating when you can't, you don't have that personal touch. There, but when I had my delivery of my, this is five years ago. Someone sat me down. I said, "Mate, I know the car back to front, but I'm happy for you to talk about it." And and someone actually talked me through the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. So that you're saying that the Tesla don't do that now. They just I, use I, press the button. No, I think they do. Away. But it's, you've got to you've got to press the app before they even take you to the car. So you're accepting uh, delivery, right? Before you've even seen the before car. You've seen it before you laid eyes on it. They might have a big dent, might be in a big it. scratch on it or something. Yeah, yeah which yeah. it did have in this case. Really? Yes. A dent in it. Yeah, he took no uh, scratches. He Scratch. took photos of it. So I'm not accepting this. Yeah. Wow. What are you doing? Yeah. And what do they do? The, they argued the point. No, he's, he, I think he's got a car now. Oh, so they switch, switch cars on him? No, well, they, long story short, they, yeah. they said we're going to... Do re- I know this person? Uh, you, you know of him for okay. sure. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, gave me the, the hat when we had the big cake. Anyway, okay. um, yeah. uh, he didn't want it re-sprayed. He wanted it in a different car. Like, give me a different car. Uh, in the end, oh, I it's think... It's hard to do that. Hard. Yeah, but, but I mean, yeah. I, I don't want a car that's been re-sprayed from the get-go. Yeah, true. So uh, I think in the end, he accepted a re-spray and a... Discount or something like that. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, as long as they come to a compromise. But you know, you'd be filthy. You just bought a brand new cover. Absolutely. Like yeah. I'm going to inspect my car. Yeah, like, me too. Yeah. From t- I'll be gutted. But, but you'd think. But though, think about think. You know why yeah. it happens? Why people don't? Why people gloss over it? It's because you're so excited. Like, mate. Yeah. When I I'll walk yeah. into the dealership, it'll be my car with my plates. I'll be oh my god. Yeah. And yeah. I'll want to just get in and drive away. Yeah. You've got to, And if something's wrong with it, you've got to be prepared to go. Oh, I'll oh no! Yeah. That's hard. But do you think so that in the Tesla case, because they're delivering so many, it, it probably got past the people at Tesla? That's someone like, a, like the, yeah. so I don't think Mercedes Benz would do that. I think That's Mercedes Benz would say, there's no way that car's going no, out like he that. He said to me it was parked yeah. against a wall with the scratch side to the wall. Oh, and that's, and that's really? not good. Was that a Model 3? Yeah. Yeah, right. 
Anyway, like I'm, yeah, not, I'm yeah. not saying every car yeah, is right. like that, but I do think that part of the delivery process is a bit dodgy. Yeah, and it should it should be that you accept delivery once you've seen the car. Yeah, but you can see how it would be designed. Their process is like, oh, yeah. click here, do that. Yeah, but exactly, from a legal yeah. perspective, it's a little True. bit it's True. a little bit weird. So, but and, and the <laughs> sign up process, but yeah, I've taken delivery. Happy yeah. with it. Blah blah blah. Yeah, like, yeah, hang yeah. On, I haven't like, laid eyes. Yeah, fair enough. That's fair call. Yeah, yeah. So and and final shout out to BYD because they've delivered fifteen hundred odd cars. and they're. You know, literally a startup. It's it's yep. it's wild. So wow. it's awesome for electric cars, Mate, and we will be part of those moving, stats in just a few months. Moving the needle. And I've, if been, I've been part of the stat for quite a while. No, but the sales stats. Yeah. yeah. If we if we bored you to tears with those stats, let us know. <laughs> if you like them, I get them every month, and so we can talk about them. Anyway, Stephen, we better go because that's way too much added value for no extra. Wow, money. there you go. I didn't get paid extra for this. It's free. Yeah. And I've done. Enough free work for the last forty-eight hours. Have you? <laughs> I don't need to do any more with you. Thank I'm you very sure. Much. Uh, see you next week. Good on you, mate. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech.